Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning <clears throat> or afternoon or evening, wherever you happen to be. Before we begin, let's just take a moment to arrive. So wherever you are, just find a comfortable place. Comfortable. Just settle down. Gently close your eyes. Lighten your mind. Invite that peace, calming, cooling sensation in your eyes. Relax your facial muscles. Think of a beautiful flower unfolding. Relax your neck. Shoulders, spine, soften the belly and just get grounded, grounded. Watch the breath just flowing in and flowing out effortlessly. Bring your mind to that breath, coming in and going out. Nothing more, nothing more. Just watch the breath coming in and going out. Bringing your attention to the navel. <clears throat> Imagine the breath is rising from the navel towards your heart, opening the lotus of the heart. As breath goes out, that lotus of the heart closing. As the breath comes in, beautiful opening happens in the heart. As the breath goes out, it closes. Your eyes calm down even more. All the restlessness settles down. The stillness. The stillness. Only movement is the movement of your breath. Watch how your mind is rejoicing 
as the breath comes in and comes down as the breath goes out. Mind may even think, okay, what's next? Nothing is next. Just being with the breath. Just witnessing. Pause the breath wherever it is, just for a moment. Connect with the heartbeat. Ripples rising from that heart, traveling all over your body. Release the breath before you begin to stress out. Connect with the joy of breath flowing in and calmness as the breath goes out. Thank you for taking this time. Gently open your eyes. So for this month, we have been talking about going back to the basics of having a spiritual practice, why to have a spiritual practice, and the challenges that come in our way, how to continue our practice. We have been talking about this just to cap it all up. Where it all begins is the knowledge deep inside. You are a divine being. You are not separate from that wholeness. You are not separate from God. The wholeness, the absolute, the supreme. It permeates within you as it permeates every single molecule of the universe. You are not separate. That's the principle. And to enforce it, to stay in the remembrance of it, to acknowledge it, we have to make some effort. And whatever effort we make is called a spiritual practice. Doesn't matter how you make it, but as long as you make an effort, as long as you make 
have some kind of practice to reinforce it is called a spiritual practice. That could be as simple as you can imagine. Please remember, it has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with dogma. It's all about yourself. Honoring yourself, loving yourself, respecting yourself. That is one and only purpose of having a spiritual practice. It could be just taking mindful breaths every day. It's totally fine just to breathe. But while you are breathing, being there fully in the remembrance of why you are doing this. I am taking this mindful breath to acknowledge my own divinity, to acknowledge my own connection, to acknowledge the sacredness that resides within me. That needs to be remembered every day. Now, if you want to get to the water, you have to dig one well deep, not lots of little potholes. If you want this to stay in the remembrance of this, it's helpful, it's easier to have one simple way to do it. It's not like today I do this, tomorrow I do this, and next day I do this, and call it I'm doing it in the remembrance of my connection with God. It's easier for your mind, for your body, for your psyche to do one simple practice daily, whatever it is. Then we came to establish, it's very difficult for us to choose what to do daily because of our mind. Our mind always has these four established distractions that takes us away constantly from that practice. I'm not going to speak about those four distractions. I have already talked about that before. <laughs> but those four distractions take us away from our daily practice. Then what do we do? It is said, your practice will be given to you by your guru. Guru means a mentor, someone who is accessible to you, someone who is available to you, someone has, who has walked the path, who can guide you, a mentor. So having that kind of relationship with someone is always helpful to get back on our path. I have talked about that last time. So you have a mentor, you have a practice, 
and you have been doing it regularly. Mind hasn't given up with its four distractions. It will keep coming. And being in a Sangha, being in the company of those who are practicing it is also very important. Whenever you get away from your practice, the undisciplined mind would not want to make any effort. The only effort you have to make is to be in the company of someone who is practicing, who can remind you, even without any words, just being in the company. The conversations we hear helps us to get back on track. Distractions are many. A couple of days ago, there was a reading of Sarkar Baba. There are many stopping places No, there are no stopping place on the path of liberation. There are no, there are no stopping places on a desire-free path of liberation. And there are many stopping places for the weary on a desireful action. There are no stopping places on the path of desire-free liberation. There are many stopping places for the weary and a desire-full action. So it's our desires that come as distractions. Desire. What is desire? Hunger of the senses. Hunger of the senses. Even stimulation of the mind. We are constantly seeking stimulation, something new. Something new to see, something new to hear, something new to taste, something new to touch. And these desires are created by this hunger and we keep constant, we keep running, running, running. This is why a spiritual practice has to be very, very simple. That there is no hunger for something new. What happens? You are given a mantra or you are given a little practice. Just breathe in and breathe out and stay there. It doesn't sound very... romantic. Or in modern world, it doesn't sound very sexy. It has to be simple. Nothing exciting. It's all about you being able to stay steady in one place, doing one thing, 
without expecting anything to happen. Something will happen. But we keep looking for something to happen. So we are not able to be here to welcome that which is already happening. Because we have something in mind that it should be like this and I should be in bliss and I should be watching shooting stars. It doesn't happen that way. What happens is that your equanimity with that stillness and with that contentment One of the definitions of enlightenment is not wishing for this moment to be any different than what it is right now. Not wishing for this moment to be any different than what it is now to be in total acceptance, total appreciation of what is right now. Mind is not even looking for something new to make it more exciting. Mind is totally established in full appreciation. An idea will come in undisciplined mind, or mind is indisciplined. It always keeps looking for something new. Idea will come. And behind that idea, there is a tremendous amount of energy. That energy it's not coming from outside, it's within us. It's up to us to direct that flow of energy. Direct the flow of energy. If we do not know how to direct our energy in a constructive way, it causes havoc in our own life and in the life of many that we share our life with. Keeping it simple, experiencing that contentment every day, even for a short time, even for a short time, gives us tremendous amount of energy to go through our day. We are very blessed. Our life is sacred life. And just thinking about it is not, is not enough. Just thinking about that I'm divine being, I'm sacred, is not enough. We have to make some concrete effort. We have to carve out a little time every day and sit with that remembrance. Mind will come with doubts. Oh, this is not really... I'm not feeling anything. I'm not experiencing anything. 
That's the doubt. Opposite of doubt is trust. It's all thoughts. Depending on what your mind is more familiar with, or mind is more familiar with fear, doubt, negativity, conflict, it's more exciting. But there's so much sweetness, there is so much richness in ending a conflict. It gives us time to be with ourself, with our divine self, with God within. What is that God within? What is that divinity? Love, acceptance, forgiveness, tolerance, embracing. By practicing those virtues, we are also enforcing the presence of divinity within us. There's always an opportunity to create conflict. But the beauty is, can we end that conflict? Can we just pull it out by the root right away? So we don't have to invest any more energy in that. And this energy can be invested in creating something good for ourselves and for the humanity. There are no stopping places. On the path of desire free liberation. There are many stopping places for the weary. On the path of desire full action. We get so tired fulfilling all the desires then we need all kinds of stopping places. It reminds me of a story. There was a man, let's say he was in India. It's practiced there more. He will get out of his house to go to work. He will stop at the chai shop with his friends, discuss little politics. After that, he will stop at the pawn shop, two beetle nuts. There'll be some people to discuss more politics. Then he will stop at the newspaper and he will get to work around 11 o'clock. And this was his daily, his routine, going to work, coming back to work, stopping at all these places. One day, he got a call from his wife. Come, house is on fire. He dashed out of his office, was running, and he, all his friends were calling at the newspaper shop, at the chai shop, at the pan shop. Come, 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 just stay. He said, I have no time for you. My house is on fire. A spiritual aspirant has to be like that. I have no time for you. My house is on fire. This house, the body house, this life is so short. 
it's like a flame. We never know what gusts of wind can come and sniff it out. We really don't know. And this age of where I am in, and we are, many of us are, we know our friends, the people we know are dropping left and right. We don't know what gush of wind can come from, what direction, and just take this flame of life out. We have no time to waste over small bickerings, over small fights, over small ego-centric thoughts and ideas. This is being spiritual when you know. I have no time for small things. Yes, to, uh, sometimes it requires sacrifice. Sometimes it requires giving. Even if you feel this person is not deserving, your dharma is to give. So there is no conflict. So there is peace, there is a harmony, there is equanimity, and we move on to something higher. Sometimes people hold on to very small little resentment and years pass by. If I'm a spiritual being, I resolve that even at the cost of my own ego, even at the cost of my ego, turn the other cheek. Okay, let's move on because this is not what I was born for. I was born, I took this human life to acknowledge, to live, to taste my oneness, my union with the divine. I wasn't born here to set little things right. Everybody has their drama, everybody has their hangups, their journey. It's their thing, it's not mine. I have to set myself free. And the older we get, the more precious the time is felt. Older we get, we understand the preciousness of time. So we have no time to waste over small things. If small things are there or they come our way, we have to find a way to resolve it or walk away from it. If we're walking away from it, we know why we are walking away. We are not walking away as a defeated soldier. We are walking away to honor our own divinity. That's an honorable thing to do. Mind will say, yes, but I deserve it and it, they don't deserve. So what? My purpose, my focus right now is to honor my divinity and live it. I have lived the other way throughout my whole life. Now I have no time for that. Let me experience, let me be one with who truly I am. I have seen, I know people, they have spent their whole life in conflict. Mothers and daughters and fathers and sons, brothers, sister, 
friends. How can we end this conflict and live in harmony? This is what our focus should be. We are truly blessed. We can create heaven on earth. Heaven is not somewhere in the sky. Heaven is a life without conflict. We don't have to go to heaven. We don't have to die to go to heaven. We can be in heaven right now. If there is no conflict in my life, if I'm established in appreciation, if I'm established in creating something new. I wake up every morning thinking, what could I do something new today? What piece of land I could make a little better? And that, that's enough for me to get out of bed. If there is nothing, at least pick up a broom and sweep outside of my door and immediately it makes you feel good. So please uh, think about it. Uh, what are those little hooks? What are the stopping places that you have been stopping and may have fallen asleep or leading a little too long? Get up, start walking. And this is a spiritual life. Yes, it may be hard, it may be uncomfortable, it's okay. Being uncomfortable is okay on the path of liberation. Thank you for listening. I will uh, be here. Just wanted to greet you. And um, it's wonderful feeling to see what a beautiful sangha we have. And Every time I sit in front of you and see all, all of you, it's, it really makes me feel very good. Warms my heart. May you have a beautiful day. Please connect and say hello and hi to each other and I'll be here. Recording in progress. Shannon's.